0: What is up? Coming to you live from the Cat House in Montebello, California. It's Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday edition, the April 6th edition, episode 168. It's uh, the the aftermath of the weirdest WrestleMania in history. It's the aftermath of my wife and I watching that weird-ass Netflix show. And honestly, we, we, we didn't even finish it. <laughs> I, I guess well, we're just going to start right off with that. We're going to hit the ground running. So, this Tiger King thing. I, uh, my, my wife and I were already kind of a, slightly annoyed because, obviously, the name of our son is Tiger. <laughs> and his middle name is, is Ray R-E-Y, which is uh, is Spanish for king. So, our, our son's name is Tiger King. You know, when, when we thought of this months ago, we never dreamed... There would possibly be such a ridiculous thing like Joe Exotic, who calls himself the Tiger King. Needlessly, my wife and I are, are, are horrified of this. Uh, I, th- I made the joke to my friend D. well, I guess I'm going to call my son Ty for the next couple decades until this Tiger thing, tiger King thing blows over. <laughs> but no, well, we're going to still keep calling him a Tiger. I'm, I'm sure people are not going to put it together. I mean, I, I, I can imagine by the time our little one. Is, is is goes to school, you know, five six years from now, no one's gonna give a shit about Joe Exotic. <laughs> no. it's, it's not gonna be a thing. <laughs> I'm sure my friends will be sure to bring it up all the time. I'm sure a, a Jai or a Lamar or, yeah. or a D D-Log will be like, hey, where's my where's the little tiger kid? <laughs> I'm sure they they will be the ones. Uh, they they are elephants. They never forget, and then they're they're not ones to to let go of a of a bone of a joke. They're like dogs. They're not yeah. gonna let go of a, of a an easy joke or a a mean joke like that or however. But the the wife and I, we watched the show. I I, I threw it on uh, yesterday. And she was kind of half-watching because uh, if you want to get yourself, uh, now that it's become required to get yourself one of these lovely masks, my wife is making them. And uh, she just uh, has put put it up on her Etsy. Every one that she sells, she's making another one and donating it to a, Local healthcare facility. So hey, get your masks. uh Etsy.com forward slash op forward slash Le Club. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's a link underneath. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or any of your favorite podcast applications, there's a link in the show description. If you want to go get yourself one of those masks, it's it's become kind of required now to to wear those lovely masks. Since now that we're in like week four, week five of the quarantine, it's it. it it seems interminable. Like we, we've been on kind of a baby quarantine for the last three months, so it, it doesn't feel too different for us in, in in that regard. But beyond that, if you need a mask, my wife is making them. <laughs> I, I I have to grab the tiger, <laughs> and then she she's sewing and cutting and making making masks. So if you want to protect yourself from this crazy coronavirus you can get the mask for my wife right now. She's, she's busy uh, taking care of the, the little one off to my right on, on your left. So continue on this tiger King. thing. So I, I had already heard a lot about this ridiculous show. I, I've already, I'd seen a lot of memes. I already uh, had a lot of the uh, proverbial spoilers, so to speak, especially in regards to the, 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 the secondary character, that, uh, the Carol Baskin, the <laughs> big tiger rescue. But honestly, the, the first thing that I realized after getting through about five of these episodes, all of these people who own these zoos, tiger zoos, exotic animal zoos, they're all evil. There is just something wrong with each of them. No matter, uh, they're all good guys. They're all the, the heroes of their own story. But aside from that, no, they're all bad people. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was sending jokes to, to my cohorts, uh, Jaya Lamar. As I was watching... This show. Uh, I, I, I was coming up with a, a Jet Foxworthy-esque kind of jokes. Like, if you want to get yourself a Southern Five as a sex slave, get yourself a Tiger Zoo. If you want to hire a bunch of felons, get them hooked on meth and have them work for you for $100 a week, get yourself a Tiger Zoo. If you want a bunch of white teenagers to work for you for free... Get yourself a tigers. A, why people really love tigers? They love these exotic. I mean, primarily from what I've noticed, they really love cubs. I guess that that's where old Joe Exotic made most of his money. It's from the tiger cubs. He was having all you know, tigers breed and crank out those little cubs, and then I guess he'd sell them off to who knows who and whatnot. Well, once those once those cubs get too big and they get out of control, he was just selling them off or. I guess technically that's illegal, from from my understanding. This is gonna be another one of those episodes where the com- comment section is not working today. I I, I think the comment section, I think the comment section is not working today. So it's gonna be one of those where I'm gonna be flying without any comments. It, it, there's multiple people watching, and then and I, I see the likes, but uh, I guess maybe there's no comments today. Uh, my wife is testing out to see if there if, if comments show up is uh testes one two three oh, there's there a comment there i guess maybe people who are watching right now maybe they don't want to comment on tiger king have <laughs> you watched it have you not is this spoilers i hope it's not spoilers for you because i, I highly recommend. okay oh, there you go uh fam hey. is testing as well all right just want to make sure maybe mm-hmm. this tiger king topic is people people I maybe mean, people don't want to talk about it <laughs> because it, it's just a disturbing it Honestly, uh, we, we tapped out halfway through episode five. We were,
1: love and hate it.
0: Yeah, it's just this... Uh, I, I was saying, that I feel like this show makes people feel better about themselves. Like, oh, wow, at least I'm not a crazy tiger person. <laughs> were yeah. well, one of like i guess the got the, the guy the main guy Joe exotic was uh, he, he his is tossed in jail I, I i we didn't even get far enough to find out the reason, but I found out later i guess he he hired a hitman to try to kill that carol lady because oh, they hate each other oh, and, and it, it, it's highly insinuated in the show that that carol lady had her husband killed her husband was missing for five years they they don't know why they 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 track all the clues it doesn't make any sense. Why would this millionaire suddenly just disappear? And, uh, leave all his money to this crazy tiger lady, where she turns around and takes all this, and then she...
1: The will was altered, though.
0: Yeah, the will was altered. The
1: will,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah that's, oh, yeah, you were, yeah, that's the episode you were really paying attention to. Like. The will was altered, where it's like, oh, whether he dies or disappears, or yes. he's missing. And, uh, once those five years went up, boom, she took control of everything, Five and... days,
1: five years, and one day later. Yeah,
0: she took over everything, and, like, and then she didn't, uh, she didn't turn in the, she didn't report the, the, the missing, uh person for like several days which is incredibly suspicious.
1: She said the next day. Huh? Yeah, the next day. She d- she d- she asked a lady the lady <laughs> if she should report it the next day. The next day.
0: Yeah. i know but she it, had plenty of time. She had plenty of time day to day. to do whatever, to set up the van or like it seemed incredibly suspect. I think that's why the internet has, has a uh, the, the, the court of the internet They're has reopening. tried her. They reopened oh, it. Yeah, the, the police have reopened the, the case, but as far as the court of public opinion or the court of the internet, mm-hmm. they've already decided that she is guilty of sin. Because uh, I, I guess, and as, uh, I forgot who was telling me, uh, my co-worker at work, Richard was telling me, the show actually gets worse and crazier because <sighs> you find out that, uh, you find out crazy old Joe's exotic is a uh, he he gets everyone who works for him hooked on meth. Oh boy! And that's uh, that's why uh, both of his husbands they they, I, they only his husbands only married him for meth apparently. You find this great relation that both those gay husbands nah, they straight as arrows. They're banging the receptionists or whatever. They're banging other women uh, who who work there. And they're only sleeping with old Joe Exotic so they can get their uh, get what? their meth on. Oh that, that's, my God. I, that's, I, apparently, we would have found that out in episode six or seven if we got I that had far.
1: No idea, but it totally. Makes the the sense.
0: show just keeps getting more. I, I have I have actually warned poor uh J. T. Pauldor to not watch the show. I told him like, you know what, dude, just don't don't watch it. Just save <laughs> yeah. yourself the trouble.
1: Middle America crazy, Yucky. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, it's 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 just it's crazy. Why it's a <laughs> uh, as a I think we what we, was what was we kept weird? saying. I remember, we looked at each other and we said. White people shit. White that that's what a lot of this is. It's, it's white. It's <laughs> white, WPS. White people shit. It's just that's what right. this whole show is. It's it's insane. And the other characters, like the this other this other cult leader. I don't know if you caught this other cult leader. This this dude. I forget. He he changed his name to some sort of weird freaking. Uh, God or whatever he gave himself some sort of god name, but he says, oh no i I, I am I am like, the Earth's friend, that's what he says the definition of his name is, but everyone's like, oh no, if you look yes. up that word in whatever language he changed his first name to, it means God
1: okay. he,
0: he he gets all these um, young ladies to sign up to be oh my uh, gosh. volunteers they 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 come live on his freaking commune and uh eventually if you want to get promoted, you have to sleep with them.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> and
0: uh, he he forces uh, them them to all change their names. So he gives them all new names. Wow! So uh, like, oh no, you have to lose your name, and then the, it's all. in uh, there was like cult experts going, oh, yeah, that's the first thing you do if you want to like, brainwash someone. You want to make, force them to change their life. <laughs> you just make them change their name. You change everything of who they are, mm-hmm. and you kind of like and they're forced to work you know 16 20 hour days 7 days a week on the on this tiger uh, on his he was working in some sort of tiger farm somewhere else and he was friends with Joe Exotic of course uh, of course it's a, it's a whole network of freaking all these exotic tiger people it's it's it, it, it was in, it's insane just watching the show I think that you described it was it's a train wreck that you don't want to keep watching. It's like you're if you're stuck watching this train wreck. Oh God, no. you, you like you're like okay, I'm tired of watching these rednecks be like weird and crazy and yeah. and rednecking on each other.
1: At first it's like you want to see it, you know, because it's what everybody else is talking about. But then after you watch a little bit, you're like I don't want to keep looking at this train wreck. I you know, like, like, I'm done. Yeah, it's, I the like it's train like, wreck is—it
0: just keeps rolling, and like the bodies keep flying out, and you just see all these um, terrible things keep happening. And you're like, I'm good.
1: These brain cells could be used for something else.
0: Yeah, I, we we could be—you you could be watching Breaking Bad for the first time because you haven't watched that.
1: <laughs> you're so all about me watching Breaking
0: Bad. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna say you were the one who brought it up. You said, "Oh, you know, I think I want to watch Breaking Bad," and I was just right. like. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Eventually. no, I'm. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, uh, I, I'm of the opinion you should really just watch it one episode at a time. Watch it, try. You, that's not a show that you want to binge watch.
1: Like I binge watched Game, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. So at like a bad that. That's that,
0: that, yeah. You watch You binge watched Game of so Thrones at a very bad time when, when when we didn't know that this little dude was in your belly, but now that he's out of your belly, uh, I, I think you you can yeah. comfortably watch one episode of Breaking Bad at a time. Like I'm, not, I'm actually not even sure if I should even rewatch it. If I should just like, you should just watch it on your own. But okay. I kind of do because there's all kinds of cool stuff that happens. But then I kind of don't because you're I'm gonna like, go. Oh. I don't want to. And then you're gonna well, give it away. I'm gonna away. make. I'm gonna give it oh, away. I'm gonna away. I'm gonna try not to. Oh. But yeah. uh, 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 the way I've already described Breaking Bad is this delicious poison. You're like, mmm, this is so good, but you can only take so much at a time. You're like, oh, oh god, this is so good, but oh, I can only eat so much darkness at once. Ooh, it's Like Ben Jerry's ice cream. Oh, it's, it's so dark.
1: <laughs> it's so dark. Ben and Jerry should make an ice cream called Breaking, Breaking Bad.
0: Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, they should call it uh, Blue Heaven or something or, or whatever. Whatever, like Blue Sky. I
1: should have like Chicken Waffle.
0: It should be blue because the, the meth is blue. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Because his meth, however they make the meth. Like, yeah. This is not a big sport. The way old Walter White makes the meth. It's not white like it normally is. Right. I mean, whatever, however how he makes it, it comes out blue. Oh, Darren Fong—he still hasn't watched Breaking Bad either. Oh, uh, okay, good.
1: I'm not the only one, that yeah. <laughs> there's lots
0: of people who watched Breaking Bad. It, 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 it seems like a phenomenon; that every single person watch it, but not everyone's not everyone has watched Mad Men. Not everyone has watched uh, a lot of these uh, seminal shows that are amazing. You know, hey, right, it, it's, yeah. like, there's only so you can only consume so much media. But
1: and some uh, people don't want to be don't want to watch mainstream. Like some people are like, no, everybody else is watching it, so I'm not going to watch it.
0: Although, ironically, when Breaking Bad started, that was totally not mainstream. It was, like, this weird show. I remember seeing trailers for that. It, uh, it was, like, so weird. I'm like, what the hell is this weird show? Why is the dad from knocking in the Middle in a freaking in a, in a RV in his underwear? It seemed like such a weird show. Like, I'd see trailers for it and, like, other things. Because that was, like, one of the first... I, I, I dare say that was one of the first original series from AMC shake weight shake weight right there <laughs> our, our, our little boy is feeding right now as long as it isn't vanilla skies you don't know no. as, long, yeah. as long as it's not vanilla skies yes, what's Kier? vanilla skies I don't know the, the Tom Cruise movie I don't know that's the only that's the only reference I know that to, hmm. to vanilla skies unless there's some other reference that That Kier sounds like another getting.
1: Ben and Jerry's ice cream vanilla
0: yeah. skies vanilla skies <laughs> so you have like I'm just
1: uh, gonna say Ben and Jerry's because I'm so hungry <laughs> you're so, so
0: hungry yes I brought you ice cream lady <laughs> So uh, 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 normally I, I, I would recommend things, but I, I don't recommend Tiger King. If you want to maintain your sanity, unless you, th- there is a morbid curiosity to it. I think that's like, since everyone's stuck at home, people are watching the hell of this thing. But I, 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 I do not recommend it <laughs> uh, unless you really want to see how people in the South, the Midwest and the South live. And you're like, Wow. Like, it, the thing that really bothered me, like, the yeah, how much people spend to go to these Tiger Play, like, they showed, like, how much money they make.
1: you how much money they, they it costs to feed all of them? Yeah,
0: album? that's crazy.
1: That's so expensive.
0: That's and then so how, like, that, that, that Joe Exotic dude, he, like, he takes, like, Walmart rejected food. And then he uses that, and then like he he feeds them for like on the cheap, and it's like these poor animals are like he he's abusing the animals, It's yeah. like real talk, like yeah. as much as like as he as it's he tries to make himself spectacle. the hero of the of, of this whole story, yeah. And and it's funny like it was during one of the episodes I realized oh this isn't the first time I've seen this crazy person because like, he ran for president back in 2016, and I I saw him on an episode of Last Week Tonight where they showed him because he was the gun toting redneck gay. Uh, exotic animal owner, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh wow, that's a weird dude. And it turned, oh, no, know, I, I, I honestly thought it was something that uh, that the uh, last week tonight had manufactured mm-hmm. for laughs. But uh, no, no. no, clearly it's, it's a real person real. who is a he's bad a, person. He's a real boy. He's a he's a real person. Oh, my son is awake. Hello, little man. We're on the air right now. Don't give me that furrowed brow, little dude.
1: We're on the air. <laughs>
0: So, Tiger King, don't watch it. I mean, unless you have more curiosity, I mean, I, I don't I don't recommend it. I, I I can't give it a positive recommendation. My son is mad dogging me right now. I love you, boy. <laughs> but what I what I do want to recommend, if you enjoy professional wrestling. So this past weekend, I I I've talked about it for the last couple of weeks. You know, WWE has been do, they, they've been going They've been trying to do their thing in in the midst of this entire, uh, quarantine of coronavirus. So this past weekend was WrestleMania, 36, uh, it was, it was supposed to be in Tampa Bay, not happening. They, they did it in their, in their, in their warehouse slash performance center down in Orlando, Florida. They, they taped it over the week and thankfully, uh, there, it wasn't spoiled there was no spoiler. So as, as you watched it, you got to find out what happened, um, Everyone assumed that it was going to be a train wreck, a shit show. It wasn't going to be good. It was because it's weird watching like this show. Like normally, WrestleMania is in a stadium with like fifty to sixty thousand fans, but this one was in a warehouse with no one fans. Everyone was just watching at home, and uh, so they had to get creative. And and as Kiet just said in the um in the comments, the Firefly Funhouse. I'm I'm going to get to that. I'm gonna get to that 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 was the highlight of the show for me personally spoilers so they, they put everything in the can throughout the week and so uh, on night one uh, the wrestling was kind of honest is whatever because you know, wrestlers trying to wrestle with no crowd it, it's weird it's just it, it's it's I I can't think of an analogy to, to, that would describe how awkward it seems like you know wrestling without a crowd. It's like trying to play a play a gig with no instruments. You're you're there's something missing. The the energy of the crowd is what helps make wrestling the spectacle that it is. You know, hearing those reactions. Uh you know, I, I, as a part of a live crowd by myself and Kia and several friends we have gone to New Japan shows and the, the energy like that's what helps make the show more entertaining. So without fans, they were forced to get very creative. So each of the nights they had um they had matches that seemed more like films rather than actual professional wrestling. So the first night on Saturday, they had a boneyard match. Now, if any of you are fans of professional wrestling, if you watched a show called uh, uh, do, Doing a Play for Nobody, yes. So there you go. That's, that's another great. You, if, you're, if you're doing a performance with no audience, if you're doing a play for, for no one in the audience to react to, that that's the literal equivalent of what's happening. So if you ever watched Lucha Underground... Or if you ever caught that when The Brief Time was on Netflix. That was a very cinematic, kind of like a live-action comic book wrestling show. So, WWE obviously took a page from this, and then many people are giving credit to the other wrestler, Matt Hardy, who did these very cinematic-type vignettes over when he was at Impact Wrestling, which emphasized entertainment over the actual wrestling or sport. So they they did this. They they put uh, Undertaker and AJ Styles in this boneyard match where they, they literally had kind of like an action/horror slash horror movie for about 15-20 minutes. And it and for like a guy like Undertaker who who's very old uh, as my wife calls him, he's, he's Kelsey Grammer. He looks like Kelsey Grammer in my wife's eyes and now I can't unsee it anytime. Even even though he was American badass Undertaker in this last one, uh he, I I still couldn't unsee that. But still they had a Entertaining little film where the druids came out and Taker beat them all off as if he was John Wick. And they just, the druids' bodies just disappeared into dust. And uh, AJ throws Undertaker into the grave and he's about to shove all the dirt onto him. And then magically, Undertaker teleports from the grave to right behind uh, friggin' AJ. And then a a flurry of, of memes. We're great. Oh, thank you. It took him eight hours to make this. Uh, I, I can see it, considering how my, the the stunts and the idiocy that were going on in this. Uh, the, the the memes of Undertaker being behind AJ. I think my favorite one is like when your when Dad walks in, when her Dad walks in, when your balls deep inside his daughter. You just see like AJ like this and take it right behind him. Ugh. It, it was so. It was just visually it was ridiculous. It was just uh uh, Lucha Underground. It, it had it had music. It had all the cues and tones like a Lucha Underground uh, vignette. So it 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 really worked. The internet was really happy. With this Boneyard match. It was very different. A lot, a lot of wrestling. Oh, if they, if they keep doing stuff like this, they can extend the career of all the old wrestlers. Because uh, they, they can literally... Because uh, a lot of times they say some of these matches are like smoke and mirrors. They can literally use smoke and mirrors to extend the life of these old wrestlers. So the Undertaker can probably wrestle until they 60 now if they keep doing. If they, if they wheel them out once or twice a year. And they do these productions. Uh, it, it's great. So the second night... So after watching this Boneyard match, I immediately told my friends, because we were, uh, me, Kiet, uh, Lamar, uh, our, our buddy JC, we were all in a Google Hangout, because normally, all of us, we get together to watch WrestleMania. You know, one, like, we, I used to always host at my old apartment. Uh, like, I don't know, last year we went to Kiet's restaurant. Um, but obviously, with, um, uh, <laughs> with this whole situation, we can't get together. So we did it via Google Hangouts. And I was saying during the Google Hangout, like after that, Undertaker-AJ uh, match. I'm like, I want to see what they're going to do with Bray and Cena because Br- Bray White and John Cena were going to do something similar the and they say they're going to have a Firefly Funhouse match. I'm like, oh, I am all in for this. I want to see this. I I, I I, went from not caring about really what was happening this weekend with WrestleMania to like, oh, this is some crazy ass shit. I want to see this. So the next day, I I fired it up, uh, the WrestleMania day two because they had it over two days and uh, I was just sitting there waiting on my... Like, Give me Cena versus Bray. Cena, Bray. And then they finally got to this uh, Firefly Funhouse match. And it was it was everything I wanted and everything I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> it was all just a psycho crazy fever dream <laughs> of just memes and references. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who didn't like it on the internet. And you know what? Fuck them! This this whole the whole match was literally. If you've been paying attention to WWE for like the last seven to ten years, this was your reward. Like, all right, this is like because normally wrestling doesn't reward continuity. You know, if you watch uh, Marvel movies. You you get rewarded sometimes for continuity. Like, all right, they, they, there'll be references, and you'll catch things. There's there's like Easter eggs or like just re, rewards for continuity. Sometimes it happens in TV shows. Sometimes it happens like like we were just talking about Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was always really good about rewarding continuity. If you've been paying attention, if you've been following along, there are re, there are like there are plot rewards. where like, oh. You, you kept track of all this guess what boom here's the payoff oh all right awesome you feel good because you saw you, you saw the the outline of everything happening and you're like oh this is great oh what what a freaking awesome no oh, freaking payoff to such a cool thing. And that's what this John Cena-Bray Wyatt match was. Because it, it was like six years ago. I, I totally forgot it was like six years that they had faced each other at WrestleMania when Bray was doing very well. But then they had LOL Cena wins because John Cena used to always win. He very rarely lost. And so the, the premise of this match was, or the premise of this character that Bray Wyatt is playing right now is like he he's out getting revenge to everyone who has wronged him in the last five six years, and he's been doing it systematically. Each person who is who has somehow uh, n- ruined him, and and messed up his brain. and forced him to become this crazy fiend character. And this was like the ultimate comeuppance, where like he got to face John Cena, because John Cena is the one who who killed his momentum, so to speak. And this thing, it, it I don't know if it's on. I don't know if they're gonna put it on YouTube. I hope it's on YouTube. I know there's clips of it on Twitter. But if you've watched any wrestling in the last, like, five to ten years, go watch this. It's insane. It's just... It's, even if you haven't watched wrestling, it's just going to be so weird. Because, <laughs> of course, like, so the match starts, Cena gets teleported into uh, Bray's Firefly Funhouse. For, if you don't know, it's like... Now now Bray Wyatt's character now he plays this kind of like Mr. Rogers character and he has all these puppets and they all different, they all represent different aspects of his career where like there's a fat pig from when he was overweight and he was husky Harris. There's a, there's a buzzard that represents his first Bray Wyatt. There's a rambling rabbit from when he talks too much. There's sister Abigail when he used to obsess over this mythical sister they used to have. And they're all different puppets and they all represent different parts of his personality and of course there's the fiend. So Cena gets teleported to this Mr. Rogers room, and he goes into the void, <laughs> and suddenly he is transformed into the the, the rookie John Cena, and they are recreating the first time John Cena came out. And so current day, old man Cena is dressed up like his rookie self. He's wearing his his short shorts, not his jorts, but he's wearing little tights and his boots and his elbow pads, and he comes out and he's all he's all pissing vinegar like ruthless aggression, and the whole time. Bray Wyatt just making fun of him. And there's just all these like little inside jokes like he, they even make a reference to like his previous fiance and I I laughed so damn hard. And I was like, "Oh man, they they're just going in." I'm like, "John Cena is the best team player I have ever seen." He he the the, the number of jokes they they laid in on him throughout this thing, wow, just the, like I have like so much more respect for John Cena after This match just because he he he, he's so okay with getting made fun of, like even some of the really personal stuff. They just jumped on him. And so like he's playing himself. Then it like changes again and uh, they go into like this Saturday night's main event. So it jumps to the 80s. And then Cena is, and so Bray Wyatt's playing some crazy interview, or he's playing a crazy '80s wrestler, and he brings in John, and John's playing along. And he's like he's playing another character. He's doing this weird homage to Hulk Hogan, and he's like <laughs> Johnny Large Meat, and that's just a fucking joke in and of itself. And he's just he cuts through all the cliche. He does all the typical '80s cliches that like Hogan would use one after another. He's just firing them all out. It's just like this parody of '80s wrestling. And he just starts, he's pumping out, and he's, like, losing his shit. And then he and then he wants to punch Ray wide and he's like, oh, he pumped too much. He can't use his arms. Yeah, he's just too funny. It's just like, they even busted out, like, the original freaking Saturday Night's Main Event music, which I didn't realize was an actual fucking Animotion <laughs> obsession by Animotion. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking cool. And then it changes again, and then he's rapping John Cena like when he back when he was cool in two thousand and four, <laughs> when Cena used to wear throwback jerseys and just rap about everyone's testicles.
1: <laughs>
0: and he's like laying in the Bray with rhymes like that's him fighting back in this mystical match, and it's just comedy. It's like I have not been this entertained by WWE. In a very long time. It's been so long since I've been entertained by anything they've done. The, the, the immense joy I got out of this, I can't even measure. I was still laughing about it today at work. I tweeted out about it. I was like, I'm still laughing. <laughs> you can't look, but you can't touch. I was just like, this is laughing to myself at work. And my boss is like, What's so funny? I'm like, I can't even explain it to you. What is so funny? It's just, you, it's an inside joke. <laughs> if you've been a wrestling fan for a long time, the, this whole match was the greatest inside joke that they've ever done. Just, I, I can't believe Vince allowed this to happen. Vince, the, there was a there's a puppet Vince, <laughs> in the whole thing, and then, because uh, a lot of wrestling journalists will always make fun of the fact that uh, you always go on you go on podcasts, you hear like bitter ex WWE wrestlers. Whenever Vince is trying to sell them a really bad idea, Vince would always say, "This is such good shit, pal." And then the Vince puppet says this. Uh, um, like, there's a part where like the, the whole thing changes from Doctor Themenagna, you know, so it jumps to WCW Nitro. And like, what? Why Nitro? Like, John Cena was never part of that. And I guess it's just a. They, it, I guess this is like an inside reference. It's like, oh, John Cena's never been a bad, like, never been a bad guy. He never turned bad. It's oh, they show him coming out to the NWO music. Oh, it's it's a reference. Oh, when when Hulk Hogan the first time he turned bad, he was NWO. So I guess that was some sort of like weird inside reference. You see, see John Cena come out with an NWO shirt. He has the NWO belt. He starts doing the he starts playing the guitar on the belt, just like Hulk Hogan did when he was a bad guy. So that's that was another inside reference in and of itself, and it's just all this comedy. And then you had Vince. McMahon, the puppet on commentary, and then as Kiet just pointed out, the, the the buzzard puppet was dressed up as the Macho Man because that used to be the commentary team back in the '90s. It was Vince McMahon and Macho and Macho Man, and then the Vince puppet goes, "This is such good shit, pal!" And I did a full belly laugh when that happened. I was just dead inside joke fun. I mean, to normal person, is like, "What's so funny?" It's just the the Vince puppet going, "That's such good shit," and. It just, I was gone. I was like, nope, I have been, my my entertainment level has been exceeded. My, my head has blown off the top. And then, then they, they finally got around to the end of the match and it was just, and it was over and like, he, like John, the fiend comes out and he makes John Cena disappear. That was the end of the match. And then they cut to this one wrestler who was hosting the show and he just standing there and he just like puts his hand on his head like, I don't know what just happened. And they cut the black. Perfect ending. <laughs> a, in my opinion, an amazing 15 minutes of just chaos. Uh, my, my buddy uh, Chris at work, he's like, it was just a, a crazy acid trip. I'm like, yes! And, that, and that's exactly what it should have been. With the, it, it perfectly fit the character that Bray Wyatt is playing. The the, the way Cena ruined his life and then he, he, he ruined Cena's life. And he, he, fa- he forced Cena to confront his own demons. And it's... It was just like a crazy comic book. It, it, like, like I said, with the Lucha Underground vignettes, those were anime, like like kind of like graphic novels brought to life. That's what this was. This was a crazy graphic novel brought to life. And for a for a crazy hardcore wrestling fan, it was everything you could have ever wanted. It's like I saw the reactions on Twitter. have been like, it's half people love it, best besting the scene, and then the other half like, this is so dumb. This is the dumb. Uh, well, what was the point of all this? So it's like. Then it, if if you didn't get it, it wasn't for you. Then if if you can't take the jokes, like John Cena clearly can take a bunch of jokes, and he and he he contributed. I, I guess uh, they, they revealed that obviously Bray Wyatt wrote most of this. One of the producers uh, that 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 old man with the podcast, whatever his name is, the uh, Bruce Pritchard helped produce it. And then John Cena obviously had his input. Obviously they went to John like, hey, is it okay if we make fun of your f- of the fact of your fiance <laughs> during this match? Is it okay if we make fun of this? It was okay if we, we we poke fun at this, and I'm sure John was like, "Hell yeah, it's gonna make it better." Um, people were comparing it to that the the Southpaw regional wrestling that they did, where John Cena participated in that as the as the Lance Catamaran, crazy commentator who loses his mind back because he was no longer back in Utica doing the uh, doing the news. <laughs> Just, uh, I, not, I I did not I did not expect. That this WrestleMania I, I thought this WrestleMania was gonna be a giant waste of time, but that Firefly Funhouse, I I, I can't reiterate how much fun that was. It just the uh, Yeah, this, I wanna I wanted to just stop and re-watch it again, but obviously busy with the baby. And, oh, Kyle Jackson, congratulations on your baby, sir. Welcome to the club. Good luck. Grab a helmet, put on your seatbelt. It's gonna be a ride, my friend. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's just, yeah, I, I can't recommend, uh, 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 don't watch Tiger King, watch WrestleMania 36, watch the, if you've watched wrestling at all, watch the Firefly Funhouse, find it some way, I was messaging my buddies uh, last night, who were like, oh, I don't know, like, uh, one of my wrestling buddies, he used to always resubscribe to the network right before Mania, and this year he decided not to, and I was just going to send. I was gonna send. I was gonna tell him. I'm gonna send you my password. Just go ahead. Just go watch. Just this match. <laughs> Johnny Large Meat. <laughs> so ridiculous. I think uh, Xavier Woods is like, oh no. If if John Cena ever comes on, up up down down, his his up up down down name is gonna be Johnny Large Meat. Now it's just because they all have alter egos when they go on to on that on that video game show. And so yeah, if, if Cena ever shows up, he's he, he, he's stuck with that. He's gonna have to be Johnny Large Meat. <laughs> Hey, did you find that funny little tiger? Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my son, I think sometimes he thinks my face is funny. And he, he's incredibly amused by that. See, uh, Kyle, that's what you have to look forward to. You just be yourself around your, your, your little boy. And then you'll be rewarded with an, a, a, a cute little smile. Uh, you might have to wait till about week seven or week eight. But it'll happen sooner than you think. Because we always got to do the dad portion of the a podcast. I, I, I can't go through this podcast now without doing some dad stuff now. Especially with... I got my son staring at me right now while I'm, while I'm performing the show. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 36. Yeah. just Even if you're not a wrestling fan. Yeah. It... I think it was just like, I think everyone's expectations were so low and then they they did all this crazy, those two crazy movie vignettes, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funalsa. So, yeah, this may change the face of professional wrestling. Maybe they're going to do more cinematic things. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, my son is very amused when I do the Vince McMahon voice. He thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever seen. You like you like the Vince McMahon? Well then, Tiger, you're fired. <laughs> Although I'm not sure how much they'll be able to get away with. As long as they keep good old Vince McMahon away from 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 getting involved with these things, as long as they just cut it on tape and then just send it to him, and he's like, "That's fine, I don't care." All these movies. I think the the tweet I made yesterday this is my favorite John Cena film role, and I I loved him in uh in that uh. God, what uh, train wreck. I thought that was like his funniest role that he'd ever done, but this uh this takes the cake. This is just a uh, pure comedy. So, so for for the end segment here today, uh, I just have to talk about work again. People are still buying game. Uh, it keeps escalating. Like I know, I came on the show last week and we had 5,000 orders over the weekend. Today we had seven thousand five hundred. Not that I'm complaining. I'm happy that that means you know my job is incredibly secure as long as we're all stuck at home. Apparently, <laughs> my little boy just keeps smiling at me. My little, my little boy, <laughs> who apparently likes my Vince McMahon voice. <laughs> what a maneuver! <laughs> See that, that that's a funny word. He used to always say when he didn't know what a move was. So we just call it a what a maneuver. But yeah, I I, 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 I hate to keep reiterating this, but I, I still don't understand why. I, Animal Crossing just came out for the Nintendo Switch. But for whatever reason, people are buying the old ones. We sold 225 copies of Animal Crossing for the Wii. I, I know there's 120 million Wiis out there. That are apparently being dusted off and being used because people are stuck at home. They're they're digging up all their their game consoles. All right, let's play some Just Dance. But I guess people who can't get a hold of Animal Crossing for Switch are they're, they're settling for the Wii version or the 3DS version. If we had the DS version, I'm sure we'd be like moving those at crazy prices. It's it, it's very odd. Ooh, uh, but of course people are going to be playing um, Resident Evil Three that just came out this past weekend and most people are going to be uh, uh, this coming weekend. If you're not already in Australia or, in, or somewhere in America where they're already re- uh, selling it before it comes out, Final Fantasy seven Remake. Uh, and I, I read a review today of the Final Fantasy seven Remake and it, it was, it was the most long winded explanation, which I think was kind of a meta joke for the game itself because the, the this, this remake is taking what, used to take four hours and apparently they're dragging out to 40 <laughs> which kind of makes me not want to play that I already wasn't motivated to play this Five 7 remake because when I played seven once back in 1997 I'm good I don't, I don't ever need to play that game ever again and I, I guess the, the first four hours of this game they, they've managed to flesh out this crazy world and you only get one little chunk of that whole giant story it, and so it's like People are not sure. All right. all right. Is this all they're going to do? I mean, I know there's going to be theoretically more episodes, but if they took them like five years to make this episode, does that mean we're going to get episode two like in 2025 on the PlayStation 5 leading to PlayStation 6? I mean, who knows? The, the Video games. Complicated. Complicated world. That's right. That's right, Tiger. It's complicated. When you become a little teenager... You'll probably have a PS, PlayStation Six or something, or who knows. But Daddy will break out the old Super Nintendo, and you're, we're going to play some Super Mario Brothers, like I said last week. Is he doing what I think he's doing? <laughs> commentary? Is there is is, uh, is there some commentary from your tuba over there? Mm-hmm. Is butt tuba. I think on that note, I think it might be time to wrap things up because it looks like my son may need me. <laughs> He needs to be rewrapped a little bit. (laughs) As always, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. We're here every single Monday, even if I'm 10 minutes late. Because I'm coming home from a crazy day at work. I'm exhausted. I'm literally just running on fumes right now and off the energy of of doing this for, for you guys here. We're here every Monday. Uh, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Dre GP Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, at Dre GP Podcast. You can follow me on Facebook if you're not already. Well, all those of you watching on Facebook right now, you guys are already there. But if you're listening to this or you're watching this by some other means, at Dre GP Podcast on Facebook, well, to find our fan page. Uh, you can always find our videos on YouTube. Just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to get yourself. A handmade mask from my wife, and as she was declaring to me, every mask she sells from here on out, for every mask she sells, she'll be donating another mask. She's making two masks; like she she sells one, she donates one to the our, our local healthcare facilities. So if you need a mask for yourself, with this whole COVID-19, CDC says wear a mask. Uh, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Le Club and you can get yourself a mask that my wife is is cranking them out. Look at that smile on my son's face. Oh my. They're popular. Go Rosa, that's right, Daniel. They are popular. I think uh, various styles have already sold out, so if you
1: new fabrics are on my Instagram.
0: She she has new fabrics listed on her Instagram. Story. rosa.limon.losangeles. Is that did I get that right?
1: Yeah. story
0: so her, check out her story on Instagram if you want to see what new fabrics she has. Just yeah, let me out club, mm-hmm. Etsy, go mm-hmm. buy things if you need a mask to cover your face. Like see, this is the mask she made me. It has whales on it. <laughs> ah, yeah, ch- custom art ones when I get the
1: fabric in.
0: And then once she gets the fabric in, she gets a specific fabric. She might be, she can do custom ones if you. I think I know my one of my coworkers. He was saying he wants the Joker smile, like the the, the dark oh. ni- the Dark Knight. He wants the Joker. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, we can just draw that in with a red marker. We don't need a, so, no fancy freaking. <laughs> don't need no fancy printer paper. We just get you know, a red marker and be like, oh, After oh, this
1: whole thing is over, uh-huh. I feel like people are gonna
0: save their masks. Just in case there's another pandemic. So
1: if they are, they're gonna wanna, you know, what, forever, you,
0: you know. know what's crazy? I've been seeing all these images of like, is it was, what nineteen, uh, what nineteen twelve? There was the, you know the the big you know, the, the Spanish flu was it? And how like it was required back then. It's like if you weren't if you didn't wear a mask, you went to, you had to go to jail. You got sent to jail. So it's like, it's it just we've we cycled over you know hundred and eight years later. It's ha- history uh, some repeats history repeats itself, but I guess uh. Oh, the, the word probably doesn't spread as fast. Back then, it was just old newspapers and the Pony Express. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll be back here next Monday. Be, be sure to check out our YouTube. I, I, I filmed some quarantine versions of our uh, Dre's Retro Game Minute. Those will be posted up soon, hopefully. Sooner rather than later. Uh, well, they'll probably be po- one, I'll probably post one up tomorrow. I can't do my work anymore. We're just too damn busy, so I have to do them from home. So, thanks again. We'll see you guys next time. Take care of yourselves. Good night. Boop. And audio listeners, hey, if you got this far, I'm shocked. Thank you.